Hey you guys, Shade here, and this is an exciting episode about our trip to LA, brought to you in partnership with Discover LA. We wanna just send a special shout out to the Discover LA team for making our trip unforgettable, to all the amazing places we've visited. We can't wait to come back and get ready for the show. It's Shade at Black Girls Texting. I know y'all see my text. You better answer me back. I'm Chels Pinky, also known as the washing machine queen. I'm classically trained. Me, 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 me. It's Glenn at Bedside Brat. Wow, you did us. Goodbye. Welcome, welcome to Black Girls Texting. Tea is steadily spilled in our group chat, and each week we let you in on it. I'm Charles Pinky, also known as the Washing Machine Queen. I'm Glenn at Bedside Rat, and I'm Shade at Black Girls Texting. Yes, Guys, I'm so excited for this episode. So am I. So we're doing another travel episode, and this time around, we're taking you to sunny Los Angeles, which I think all of us, it has us, we all have like a soft spot in our hearts for LA for different reasons. It always feels like a place of possibility for me. Like, I don't know, that place puts a spell on me. Um, And I was really excited to go back with you all on a girl's trip this time around and experience the city. Yeah, I think it's the weather, like, I'm looking outside right now and I'm like, this would never happen in LA. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> LA would never do this to me. <laughs> and you know, we were having yeah. these moments every now and then we'd be driving down these like long boulevards and you're just seeing like palm trees like dotting the sides of the roads and you just feel like anything is possible. I'm just, I'm obsessed. But it's so, it's like also really weird because as a New Yorker personally, I also have this feeling of like, like battle, like like competition like new york is better like as much as i love la i always have to be like new york you're like don't get it twisted don't get comfortable too quick yeah because we're like the big we're the big big guys of the united states big apple i I don't know you can't even compare the two yeah yeah exactly and and i'm starting to get into that mode because it well for one it was really nice to like have you guys come west and even though I had to a flight, like yeah. I wasn't going all the way back to New York. I was just like popping down. So that was really fun. But it also was this feeling of like, we are like going to handle some goddamn business right now. Like we have this amazing guest. We have like all these things happening, like a full lineup, a full itinerary. And I was just like, I don't know. I got off the plane and I was like, I am a boss ass bitch. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I think we've had two of our biggest guests probably in one weekend. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, what was Which it I like hope you guys have listened to the episodes. Sorry, real quick. Oh, the Amanda yeah. Seals and the Allison Felix episodes that we did in LA. But yeah, yes. Shade, you were saying. No, I was going to say, how was it for you guys like getting off the plane? Like, because for me, when I arrived, my um, so we had drivers, honey, come pick us up from the airport, honey. Mm. My name was on the iPad, <laughs> and the dude like immediately was like, "I'm like I don't want to be rude, but like who are you? Like he's like you're so young, like who are you getting this like private service? Like thinking like I'm some like celeb, and I was like, well, 
on this podcast. But no, he was really cool. And he was just like, <laughs> you have such great energy. And like, I just know that you guys are going to be really successful. And he was like, take my card, not on some like, let's do business together. But he was just like, email me like, when you make it big. And like, so we can like, talk about it and, you can be <laughs> and, a driver. Like, and i was like what <laughs> he was so dope he was just trying to go on a date <laughs> no we talked all about his wife and his kids oh you know they can still do that too <laughs> that though. don't mean shit okay <laughs> oh lord see put some respect on my man's name anyways what was y'all experience like this is why you can't give these hoes nothing <laughs> i mean i was <clears throat> sick i'm sick from work so that I could hop on this flight left now at the Kriznai. I know. You know what? It's it's it what's done is done. Left at the Kriznai was up the night before with um the dude that lives around the way, trying on all these pink outfits because we had to wear pink for our show with Amanda Seals and like frantically packing so I could get a get on this five AM flight on the plane, speed reading the book for this interview touchdown and again like i don't know i always when i get to la i feel a wave of like okay let's do this kind of like you mentioned shadi like this boss energy this like anything is possible kind of kind of thing and i couldn't wait to meet up with y'all and just like seize the whole weekend you know yeah i was uh on the plane with a stack of papers because amanda's team emailed us like a pdf version of the book and i didn't print double-sided Sorry, Mother Earth. And so I'm on the plane, like, fumbling through these pages, but, like, also being really into this book. And I haven't had time to read in a very long time, so that was actually very nice. Um, And then, yeah, I saw my name, and I was like, wow, VIP, had the windows down, hair blowing. And then then I just ran inside the shower. Oh, yeah, Shade was already there doing work when I got into the room. And then I just like took a shower with all the, their like yummy shower products. Oh my gosh. I'm just remembering that we were all like frantically working. Yeah, we were. Oh my yeah. God. All I of us like, had work to do. I know. I remember having like a breakdown because I was like, I, I, this is it. I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be on time. I just like was freaking, but then we pulled it all together. Um, but I do want to backtrack. So we stayed at the Hoxton hotel and it's located in downtown LA. And they have like a bunch of different hotels. Like I know there's a Hoxton, I want to say in London. Uh, um, there's one in Williamsburg too, I believe. Oh yeah, have you guys and been I to the Paris. Williamsburg one? No, I haven't, but a lot of my friends say it's their favorite hotel. They're like, oh my God, you're staying in my favorite hotel ever. And it was definitely a vibe. It was such a vibe. Um, the Hoxton has this whole sort of ethos of reflecting the communities that they're in so being that so we this is also i think different at least me and chelsea talked about this offline like staying in la we usually stay in west hollywood so it was the first to stay in downtown la and like a lot of the the activities we did this weekend were centered in downtown la which was really cool to to get that different kind of like lens into the city and we talk about like balancing this like new york energy and going to la Downtown LA definitely gives you like your city kind of fast paced grit. Also has so much history there. Like there's a view off the rooftop of the of the Hoxton and you look straight down this row and all you see are these old signs that look like they were for like old theater shows and stuff. And it was very romantic in a way. And it's dope to be in an area that's in flux. Um, 
you know, gentrification is a thing that's happening everywhere. But I think the Hoxton made a point of in knowing they're they're opening up a business in downtown. Like, how can they reflect the neighborhood and like pay homage to it? So I remember one thing that sticks out for me is that their gift shop had all stuff made by like local artists. And in the rooms, they had these maps that were put together by like locals about all types of spots that you could walk to and yes, see right in the neighborhood. I remember that. And it was super cute. Yeah. So cool. It was really fly. And like you walk in and everybody is just chilling, lounged out on all these like comfy ass plush couches, taking meetings, eating avocado toast, mad LA, <laughs> like, you know, having a fucking cappuccino. I don't know. It was just very. Very cute. And the rooms. Oh, my God, the rooms. Yeah, I remember I we were talking about room. this. I was like, it has, like, a comfy, cozy vibe. Because, like, sometimes I get freaked out in hotels that feel like I'm in, like, a hypochondriac's, like, fucking, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, what like when you go into the, no. <laughs> but um, when you're, you go into, like, an insane asylum like and you're in, like, the, the, as hell. Yeah, it's, like, yeah. hella sterile. I'm, like, Ugh. I loved that it was, like, I felt like I was at home. I felt super homey. Like, yes. it felt like every single room didn't look the same. But that, like, this was, like, my couch. And these are my chairs. And, like, it was, like, unique to each room. Yeah, I was comfortable immediately. For real. And Chelsea mentioned that, like, she hopped right in the shower with all those products. My hair was, like, going through it before I got there. And usually I pack, like, the little, like, sachets of free samples from different, like, from, you know, you go to a festival, Carol's daughter passes you out, like, mad products. I'm the person, like, stuffing extra products in their bag because I take them with me when I'm traveling. So I don't got to check my bags. Pro tip. And they had the popping <laughs> products in there. Um... They, the the Hoxton works with this this line called Blink, and they have a body wash, a shampoo, and conditioner. It's all eco-friendly, sulfate-free, paraben-free. Yo, my okay, hair. sulfate-free? Come on, eco-friendly. My hair was mad <laughs> moisturized, lustrous. But speaking of your hair, we then transitioned over to the highlight room in the Dream Hotel, and was your hair dry? Was your hair ready to go? <laughs> Yo. The real ones, no. When you're waiting for that twist out to dry, and you should have put it in the night before, but you was trying to be cute with the dude up the block and didn't feel like uh, detangling. Uh, okay. <laughs> that you got to do it at the last minute and then hold your head under the hair dryer and hope that it'll dry with the blow dryer in the hotel, and then it don't. So then you got to tie it up and go have go have cocktails <laughs> with the scarf on. Well, you know that wasn't right to go in the people in the place with your hair tied up like that. <laughs> Listen, she was like, how can I make this chic? It was a Chanel. Like, it was Chanel. Um, I do not remember Chanel. I remember like a Chanel bandana scarf. Cotton. It was a Chanel not scarf. A bandana cotton. Not bandana It was a Chanel scarf on my head. As we went to the highlight room, which was fabulous. <laughs> so the highlight room, as mentioned, is located in the Dream Hotel. So you go up the elevator and... When you get there, it's like such, so scenic because like you see the Hollywood sign, and I definitely had this moment like, yeah, bitch, I'm in LA. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, it was like very, very fancy because they had like the pool and the, the view, side. and like everyone in there was like really sexy and it was fun. And I was low key having like a bit of a panic attack. I'm not gonna lie, not a panic attack, that's extreme. But my nerves started to settle in, and I was like, shit, we're interviewing Amanda Seals. We have to pull it all together. And it was the perfect place to, like, have 
a drink, have some food and like pull it all together. No, completely. Because we're sitting poolside drinking. Oh, I had like a mezcal margarita or something. And we were eating lobster, avocado toast. We're just like, give me the food. Calm my nerves. Chelsea was crushing oysters. Chelsea, what's the oyster obsession about? It's an aphrodisiac. But also, it's For a who? great place to let your hair dry. Ah! <laughs> she funny. was waiting for that. Was was for I, tried that. To, I said it earlier and my shit was on mute. <laughs> so I missed my comedic timing. She was over here making jokes with yourself. That's that's I was like, why is there no laughter? <laughs> I was on joke ain't hitting. <laughs> oh, oh my, my gosh. But no, seriously, like cute. looking out onto the Hollywood sign, as you both already said, it just was a moment where it was like, wow, this thing that we just decided to do one day is really turning into something. Mm-hmm. And um, that was pretty cool. Yeah. And then, yeah, and we're up on this roof all in pink. Yeah, it was really cool. We're looking out at the hills. It was definitely like a moment. I felt like, I don't know, it's like a sexy boss place. Like we have all our papers on the table. We're still doing our work, but we're sipping our cocktails. And just like, I don't know. I ran into a girl that I went to college with who was like taking a meeting with someone. I was like, this is such an L.A. moment. Such an L.A. moment. And it's yeah. also in the Dream Hotel. And we walked up in that lobby. I was like, this is very cute. Like, I know. I was like, are we? Stay here right? next time. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. hello. It was yeah. very nice. So now we are finishing up everything. And while your girls, you know, we stay ready. It's hard because we're not all in the same place. So when we are kind of getting ready for these shows, a lot of times, like with me traveling, everyone's working, like, we might have a couple hours just to like see each other and be like, okay, guys, how do we feel about the run of show? So we were just like working it out together, like getting into our flow and getting into our vibe. And we were just like, okay, this is happening. We get into the Uber, we head to Soho Warehouse, which is one of the newest Soho houses located in downtown LA. Shout out to our Soho house team. Family at this love. point, honestly. Yeah, literally the fam. Um, I had been there earlier because I went there to work out and I have to say it's probably one of the best gyms ever. I was like gym porn for me. I was in there like <sighs> playing with everything, every little like machine. They have the Theraguns for when you're like, um, your, for your muscles. I'm obsessed so I was with Theraguns like, now. Oh, oh they're amazing. <laughs> They're amazing. And like, I wish if I, if my hair wasn't straight, I would have been all up in like the sauna and the the steam room and everything. But, um, if you're around, definitely go check that out. I paid like a $20 fee to use the gym for the day, which like for me is fine. Cause like, if I were going to do like a boutique class, I would have paid 30 bucks anyways. But then I got to like go and you get to experience everything for the whole day. Oh, that's cute. Um, well, let's make sure that it's open. Next I know, you know people can anybody roll up pay in there $20? talking about Black Girls Texan sent us. Oh, I'm sorry. You have to be a member. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, take it easy there. Sorry. That was for our fellow So House members. No disrespect. Um, but yeah, so I had already been there, but I saw, I think it was really cool to see you guys' reactions because you were like, holy shit, this is huge. This is so pretty. Yeah, and, and I was like stressed when I walked in, but then I was like, oh my god, this is gorgeous. I'm stressed. Uh, 
what? I gotta print something? What's happening? But like, damn, this place is sexy as hell. It's sexy. That's the only thing I can think to say. It's very sexy. Candles yeah. everywhere. Dim lighting. Ooh, it was fabulous. There's a pool on the roof. There's like an outdoor garden. Which is where y'all saw um, Diplo around the pool. Oh, yeah, we did see Diplo. And Shade tried to follow him, but she went the wrong way. <laughs> and he literally went in the opposite direction. You know, I tried. I tried to shoot my shot, cast my net. Um, but we did our show at Soul House and it was so fire and one thing that was amazing is that we had like listeners come through that are on the west coast which was so trippy shout out to y'all for coming through yeah seriously it's so cool to know that there are people literally across the country supporting this so thank you Mm -hmm. agreed it was really cool because like some of my Family, like my a family friend came out. My sister's like really good friend from college came through. Like everybody just like showed up. People were like, we've been so excited for this. Like I was just like, oh my God, like y'all came. Cause there were definitely parts of me that were like, ain't nobody gonna be up in here. They don't know who we are, what we're talking about. Of course, a lot of people definitely came um, because we had the amazing Amanda Seals, but it also was just like so warming to see people who just listen to us like listeners come up and like be genuinely excited that they're able to experience one of our shows since we typically do things in New York um so I will plug please email hello at black girls texting if you're a listener from another city and you want us to pull up because we're doing our 2020 planning and we want to be in your city we want to come see your city and I think um shorty's name is Rachel I think so. Shout out to you, girl. You came through with all your friends, and that was so much love. Yeah, thank but you. But yeah. Um, yeah. We got started. Was. We had our conversation, and so that's episode 74, I want to say. Yes. Um, yeah, so go listen to that, and now we'll skip over to post Amanda. Yeah. Yeah, well, also, as it should be known, OG listeners will know that I have a little someone in LA who tortures my life and he came through to the show so that was like oh okay you're here and that began a whole weekend of time spent together when possible but not only did he come to the show but we needed like mad things we were like my my lips are dry my i need a bullet. i need mitts i need um, stink Deodorant. He brought deodorant. Did he bring deodorant? Oh, he brought pads. <laughs> yeah. Lip gloss. The Lancome. He was very of, proud like, of the lip, lip gloss he picked yeah. out. Yeah. He was like our fairy godfather. He really, really was. Really held it down for us. Cause that was the first he, time I met him. It was. I was like, oh my, oh my gosh. gosh. Yeah. After all of this talk, she's going to meet him. Lord of mercy. Oh, but, wow. uh, and now I feel so much differently. Oh my god, she oh, never said it out loud. Okay, we're gonna have to get into that, but I just um, wanna go really quickly, like what how did you feel post Amanda? Like what was your like crap. just immediate like ah I was so proud of us. Yeah. Proud. I was also like, damn, we did that, especially after, not to sound self-absorbed, but I guess it's the the Leo rising or whatever. <laughs> um, 
when someone in the audience was like, I have a question, but it's yes. not you for you, Amanda. It's for a black girl's texting. I was like, yes. oh, so they're interested in us, too? I know, oh, me same. too. I couldn't believe that. I couldn't believe that. Same. I mean, I could, but also like, oh, my God. He had no reason to ask that question, but he did because it's us. Uh, it was great. It yeah, was a was really great. good feeling. I think I just felt like, I don't know, I had like a rush of energy and I was just like, yo, we're on our fucking way. It was almost like my cab man, like, foreshadowed, like, this beautiful, mm. like, yellow brick road of opportunity. And I was like, here we fucking go. It's already getting started. And, like, just people coming up to us, so excited to speak to us and us getting to meet all these different people. Like, now I have mad contacts on my phone of people being like, yo, let me know when you're in LA. Like, let's this, da-da-da-da. And I think the the team out there was really impressed with us, and we may be coming back very soon. Mm-hmm. hmm But I, after that, was actually dead tired and, like, went back to the hotel, went back to that comfortable-ass Hoxton bed and chilled. But y'all had a whole night. Did you chill? I Right, did. you chilled under some... Cucumba. <laughs> 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 Sausage. Ah, <laughs> ridiculous. I did not. I did have a, like a... I ended up having a, a, like a heart-to-heart conversation about everything. Which I'm still processing. Expand on that. <laughs> um, Say more. <laughs> This is a thing. Again, LA, like, so, you know, listeners will know that I have this relationship with this dude that lives in LA, and I often get the city of LA, like, conflated with my relationship with this person. So, I romanticize the city because I romanticize this person. So, like, every time we spend time together in LA, it, like, adds to the allure of this city, and, like, now we're, like, back in this beautiful hotel room in LA, like, talking about our relationship and... He, he actually was like, yo, I feel like I played myself. Like, I was watching you on stage tonight doing your thing. And I was like, wow, I played myself. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you kind of played yourself. Kind of did. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, okay. This sounds, what you're saying to me sounds very self-aware. Mm-hmm. Is this something that you came, like, did you come to this conclusion on your own? Or was this, like, with your therapist? Oh, like, that I like associate LA with LA yeah exactly. <laughs> his name is LA <laughs> his name is LA um no that came with me okay that's very thoughtful it does but at the same time like I still will never divorce the two like I, I think I've come to a point where I could divorce the two like I still think about moving to LA all the time and the, as time goes on like it's less of thinking about what my time will be like with him in the city and it'll just and it's just like what I can do in that city. Like, I'm, I really fucking love LA. I really do. There's so much possibility. There's just so much to explore. Like, but mm-hmm. yeah, the dude told me a lot of things that I had been needing to hear for a long time, which was really interesting, to say the least. I felt very mm. redeemed, very seen, very, like, not insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like wow, I'm not crazy. And do you feel the words were genuine or like game? No, they felt like extremely genuine. Extremely, I was like, wow, have you been in therapy? Oh, you have not. Oh, you need to go back. But you have, <laughs> you have uh, come to some conclusions on your own, and I'm happy for you. Let's see what happens if we could take this to the next level. 
But yeah, it's very interesting to think about the ways, like, our love affair continues to blossom and transform every time I'm in L.A. Every single time. It's, like, always marked oh, by, he like, hasn't, oh, he hasn't, he hasn't come to New, New York. York. Exactly. So all, it's, like, every time I'm there, it's marked by, like, some progress or extreme regression in our relationship. But it's always this is a film. on L.A. It is such a film. And, like, I always think about it when I'm, like, flying in and flying out, like, driving to and from LAX. It's, like, what is my mood like? I'm driving from in from LAX, like, feeling hella hopeful. The last time I was there, not with y'all, I felt, like, gutted when I was leaving. I was, like, oh, my God. I don't think I can ever come back here. <laughs> this place. Um, but this time, the energy was really, really different and beautiful. But more to come on that situation. Yes, we don't have to. That that could uh, we could have a whole episode, episode dedicated to that now. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, while Glenn was, <laughs> I allegedly not <laughs> under some cucumber, right? <laughs> under some cucumber, uh, Chelsea and I went to an HBO event. I can't remember what it was called. I think it was like Our Voices or. Voices, something like, like our that. stories yeah. or something. Our, our stories. stories, yeah. It was really cool. Um, it was an event that I'm, uh, um, I'm assuming was highlighting uh, people of color within like HBO series because they had photos from like Insecure and Euphoria and even like um, Ballers with The Rock. But we got to see Inglewood Sir perform like literally right. Uh, in front of our faces like his voice is amazing and then his brother who is my baby daddy um in my mind was there and I walked up to him because I was like I I DM'd you and he was like you did and I was like yeah I DM'd you and he didn't reply and he said what did you say and I said I think I'm your future wife yo I'm dead and what did he say? He was like, oh, you are? He was not here for it um, at all. But, you know, he I had gave to go you the my subtle shot. curve. He gave me the subtle curve, but it was cute. And then people were like, do you smoke? Do you smoke? All like all on top of him. And I think he's just getting used to like being super famous now. He was like a little overwhelmed. And I was just like, OK, I'm done. I've had my fun. <laughs> <laughs> Shit to be messy. You shot your shot. First you chase Diplo you around the shot. bar. Then you accost a young man. Follow up on I your mean, DMs. Only, the person can only say no. <laughs> that, that, Wait, that, what would you have said to Diplo? What would I have said to Diplo? I don't know because I'm not that attracted to Diplo, frankly. I just think he's like a cool guy. I would have been like, you want to go get a drink? <laughs> True. I just want Diplo to like put me on his planes. Like so let's let's if I blow could do the handstand. I feel like Wait, we you can hang out. Attractive? Not really. Diplo's cute. No. no, Diplo's cute. Diplo's definitely cute. Yeah, I thought for sure you would. No, definitely is. Definitely is. But, but I would I, definitely I do be like hang out with him. Like go to Jimmy. Yeah, like let's go rage. Let's go yeah. have a good time. Yeah. yeah. Um. But that sounded cute. Well, Chelsea stayed out, but I had to em- fully embrace my abuelita inside of me and i you said i'll tell you where'd you go yeah because my so my best friend moved to la 
So mm-hmm. I hung out with her and that was really nice because, you know, I feel like everyone, you know, romanticizes L.A. and like wants to make that leap and talks about it and talks about it. And she actually did it. So that's really cool. Kind of like just went on a went out on a leap on herself. And yeah, and she's she's loving it, but it's also hard. And it seems hard. that's why I was so happy to have had some time with her. That's fresh. And y'all hung out with like people that live in the city. Yeah, our friends from college. Oh, cute. That's dope. Yeah. That's the thing about LA. You could always run into people that you know. I I mean, I always see people there from college all the time. Like people there chasing a dream, really. But like, oh my God, I I hung out with my cousin actually that whole night, which was like a whole other thing. Excuse me. Wasn't just being sus. My cousin just moved there from DC and she just yeah she's it's the thing she always wanted to do and she just did it and that was so dope she came out to the show that was really 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 dope man I forgot anyway, that that was so nice that was so nice but we all actually had to get our lives because the next day we had Pilates hella early and it should be known that like so yeah we're going to LA to do this show but also to have this like girls weekend together and I think we've been having these conversations a lot offline, but about being really intentional when we travel um, and in, in general, in our everyday practice to like support black business, to support women owned businesses. So a big theme of our trip was to go to black owned and women of color owned businesses. So the next morning we went to this uh, Pilates studio called Sweat, which is in Culver City. And it's owned by a black woman named Mo Daniels and a dude named Travis Johns. And we took Pilates, which I've never done in my life. And I was a smidge stressed. Like when we pulled up and I saw these women working out on these machines, I was like, oh my God, what is about to happen? Yeah, but then it was it was so nice when that one black woman pulled up and we asked yes. her to take our photo. And apparently she's like a regular there. Yes. And she was like, I love this place. Like it's so affordable. Um, the music's so good. Like everyone's so cool. So that was nice to kind of see that that space is, you know, kind of like a, a little community for us. So it's, yeah, it's yeah, accessible. Why for us? Yeah, it's like it's a kind of very like ignorant thing to say. Pilates is like a white activity because like what is a white activity? Blah blah. But you know we don't Pilates. always right exactly. <laughs> it doesn't always have to be fucking PC in here, and it is very dominated by you'll see like especially older like white women because mm-hmm. it can be expensive like bodies. Yeah, yeah bodies be on point lululemon drip and fuck a lululemon they be in some like stella mccart they be in like right with some big diamond rings right mm-hmm. exactly on them reformers because those machines are expensive oh, that's what so i feel reformers. like it feels like not as accessible to a lot of other people but it's really dope that i think they are very intentional about making that space open to everybody so shout out to the sweat pilates team um we've been dming back and forth and commenting and we will be back we promise and after a crazy class we definitely are gonna go get a drink oh my god my body felt amazing i was so sore but i was like oh my god i've worked out like i hadn't worked out like that in so long that's what i like because i don't like me personally i don't really like like running I don't really like like, moving. (laughs) (laughs) Like I would rather like do you know floor workouts or like like that part of the workout or like I don't know 
It just yeah. did what it was supposed to do. It was strengthening. Yo, it was toning. abs was sore. I was laughing and I was like, sure. oh, ow. I know. I felt that. But like, I didn't feel like I was like dying while I was doing it. No. Right. It was like, it was hard, but it felt like I could do it. I could get through it. Yeah. And the, it, the music so definitely fire. helped. Yeah. And, and as I was say, and the instructor. Oh my gosh. I'm obsessed with her. She was amazing. Her body was on point, and Amazing I was like, if body. I need to come here and do this however many times a week to look like this, like, great, let's do right. it. Right. She gave us that oh tough love. You know what I was thinking? I mean, Shana, you just mentioned you go to the gym. I mean, I don't even think, I don't think about working out at all, actually. But working <laughs> out on vacation was, like, very interesting. But also, I loved going to, like, a local studio and kind of, I like, I love when I'm traveling to imagine what it would be like to live in a place that's my like mm, fucking right. can't figure out where I want to land kind of part of my being but like it was dope to just get up on a Saturday and go to a class with people that that is their normal routine to go to Pilates at 9am on a Saturday morning um, I don't know I just really liked that it was very like you said Chelsea like a community vibe I really 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 enjoyed that that was dope yeah I definitely want to make that a part of my lifestyle especially like as I am getting older, I am unfortunately getting more boring, and my nights aren't always going to consist of, like, being wasted until, like, 5 in the morning. You know, finding that balance of, like, one day I just have, like, a nice dinner, I head home, and then, yeah, I get up and I go somewhere black-owned at that and have, like, a really dope experience, like, a thousand percent. Yeah, Yeah, let's give you the insight into, like, what the people are doing. I don't know, it was just really dope. We hadn't been to Culver City like that to explore that new you know, neighborhood and area in LA and take a class. It was sick. And then after that, we went to Highly Likely to have tea, which was super cute. And I saw this photographer I've been obsessed with for 10,000 years. So that was awesome. You were like, oh my God, do you know? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, is this another one of your like YouTube people? (laughs) Actually, kind of, sort of. but YouTube people. Yeah. That was fly. And we did that. That was just like a little quick pit stop before we went to Alta Adams, which. Oh, woo! my God. <laughs> I don't even want to talk so about this right now. Good. I'm so hungry. And all I can think about are them that damn pancakes. Pancakes. <laughs> that fucking pancakes. They were so good. Wait, they like, were didn't you so call them like good. Johnny Boy cakes? Oh, yeah. I was calling them. No, I can't remember what they called. Johnny cakes, I think. Because y'all were like, corn cakes? I've never heard of a corn cake. I've never heard of a corn I meal. never heard of that. Yeah, yeah Johnny cakes are cornmeal cakes. Johnny so cakes are baked. you how to make them? I just did a little quick little Google. I will. But they. this is so interesting because we're going to talk about this. You know, I'm thinking about all this connective tissue. I love saying connective tissue these days. I don't know why. The connective tissue between our trip. Lord Jesus uh, Christ. But there's this whole like emphasis on heritage and story and um, tradition. And um, I just looked up Johnny Cakes real quick. And it says it's an, it's an, an early American staple food. Um, and it was prepared on the Atlantic coast from like America to Jamaica. Um, and it actually originates mm. from uh, indigenous people. But Alta Adams is the culinary vision of a chef named Keith Corbin, and he's from Watts. 
Um, and he, the Alta Adams is um, intended to draw the connection between West African and California cuisine. So it fuses all of the Southern flavors and dishes that he grew up eating um, alongside his grandmother. And like the menu, um, it was so sick. We went like a little bit before, our trip was like right before Thanksgiving. So every little thing we were eating, I was like rem- reminded of tradition. So we're eating like black eyed pea fritters. Um, but everything is sort of like reinvented. It's like Southern traditions, like redefined. We're eating a collard green salad that has like a peanut dressing on top. Um, and then of course the corn cake, china cakes that we were all obsessed with. Um, and then Shada, you have like a steak, I think. Chelsea had the steak and eggs, but I don't oh, eat yeah. eggs, but I definitely ate some of that steak and it was steak was fire. So, so good. I think I was like, Chelsea can have another bite. And you were like, ugh. <laughs> oh my god you must. the biscuits the biscuits oh the biscuits the biscuits the cornbread the music the, i was gonna say and then to top it off with the music the environment the vibe yo what yeah. were we singing was it um i think it was casey and jojo was it like we were singing oh, yeah casey, and jojo. casey. oh there was some girl, don't be shy uh, oh do you want me you don't want me to go tell me when to go <laughs> Oh my god! And it was us and a table of other black folks behind us, like literally belting yeah. it out. We were we were traveling recently in Mexico City, and we were having this thought: like, what if there were black mariachi bands? Like, how would we all belt out and start singing? Because there were tables of people singing so loudly when you're all not supposed to share on. that. That's trademark. But. That was water. that kind of moment, though. That was that kind of moment, like when you, when you know, you know, and like when the things just get you excited, and like I felt like very seen in that place. In a yeah. What was dope ways. too is we got there when it like first opened, and you know a spot is popping where right. like it's like eleven oh four, and the shit is getting packed because people you t- you not look up and the whole yeah. thing is packed. That's we got true. there yeah. as soon as it opened, it was just us. Next thing you knew, made our orders, the whole place is packed. Yeah, was it hard to find a reservation? Because Shade, aren't you, didn't you just make one? I was lucky in that I knew I was going on this trip for quite some time. So I just had everything booked and done. Like, oh, girl, um, yeah. This is not even on no hashtag ad shit. Like, I dead ass. A majority of the places that we went to, I'm going back to with my parents to LA I always this love. weekend. And I will feel like such a boss when I'm like, oh, I'm about to take you out to this spot. Because we were with my little friend and we we're taking into places that he was like, whoa, what is this? Oh, yeah. And he is usually like the LA plug. Oh, man, out to Adams. Oh, well, my parents my cut my God. ass because they're like, you eat like a a bird and you don't even <laughs> eat good food and this That's and that. So I'm excited to be like, I do know good food. That's haters. the most I ever Look. saw you eat ever, actually, that whole weekend. Yeah, I thought I was go- I thought I was going to explode. But you really I were did. eating. I was very, very proud of you. Very proud of you. Um <laughs> but after we had amazing food and Loki all had the itis, not even Loki, Heike had to run back to the hotel because we had a photo shoot with this brand that I do some um content work with called Nortz. It's like a local denim brand, women owned. Um, and we're doing a collaboration with them around the idea of like, it's inspired by the sisterhood of the traveling pants, but like the idea that women share clothes sometimes, 
and I'm, I'm going to talk this out because I'm writing about it right now, but like, you know, you hear these like rap songs sometimes and, and people will be like, these girls sharing clothes, they're sharing shoes, and like that is supposed to be, you're like a bird <laughs> do that. <laughs> How many times are we like in each other's suitcases when we're traveling? Because I don't have the thing that I have in my closet. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> but it's just, I, I see where you're coming from though. I remember when I went to boarding school, that was like a huge thing because imagine being in high school living with all your friends right so like the clothing sharing was so huge and my mom would be like don't wear people's clothes that's nasty <laughs> no i used but to yeah. have a, a, a thing about that too but i'm girl you i was about to text you today like what was that foundation you you let me borrow was it bobby brown like that was fabulous it matched oh, my was, face. oh yeah that was pat mcgrath girl. it was pat mcgrath exactly like it's that Bye kind black. of thing where they're exactly where they're like here, try this. Throw this on. Throw that on. And yeah, for you just sure. like, you know, support your girl and making sure she looks cute. So that was like the theme of our shoot. And those photos are going to drop, which were taken by actually the young man that lives Mr. in Los Angeles. <laughs> so stay tuned for those. Those photos are so fucking fire. I'm going to show them to my so kids. Good. Oh, my God. And yeah, those Like he moments. was when he was taking it, you could tell that he gave a shit about what he was doing. Like he was like. No, put your head back, chin up. Like, was directing us, like not just like just flicking it up, you know? That's true. Lens, like he really cared. So people thank don't you, Mr. go LA. give directions. Yeah, thank you, Mr. L. A. Oh Lord. Soft hands. Soft hands. <laughs> um, and then we had to rush and not rush, but we were like, oh shit, let, let's get cute again because we were all dressed up in our denim looks, very cute, but. It was time for us to get some cocktails on the roof because we hadn't checked out the bar at um, at the Hoxton. They have a rooftop bar called Pilot, which is really cute. We caught their happy hour, actually, which has, like, daily dollar oysters, $5 wines, $6 honey bear on holiday, which Chelsea was, like, insistent upon ordering. And I was like, I don't know what that is. Okay, I'll, I'll order what you're getting. <laughs> How good was that drink? It was so good. And the little, like, the fact that they put the drink in a honey bear. It was so cute. So Instagrammable. So grammable. So, yeah, it comes in a, like, a honey jar. It's a tequila drink, pineapple, lime, apricot. It has cumin-infused honey in the drink. Yeah, it's good. It was just very refreshing. I guzzled that drink down. I guzzled it down. But then the, like, I loved my drink. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the waiter was fire. They were, yeah, like, giving so us a little, like, a flight. Cocktail we have on the menu. So it's called the Beirut by Sea, and this is inspired off of yes, Brian Evans. Yeah. With the yogurt. So Brian Evans, uh, our director of bars for uh, Sunday Hospitality, was really big on, uh, on, uh, Finding out what the locals were drinking when he did his little stint up the Amalfi Coast and in the Mediterranean. And he found that they were shooting a lot of uh, something called Mistia, which is a uh, uh, kind of like the Fernet that bartenders drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, it would be the equivalent to that. Uh, it's really, really piney, a lot of a lot of herbaceousness to it. And there's also an ingredient in here called a rack risotto, which is Lebanese spirit. It's a hundred proof. And Whoa. it's almost what I could describe it's as like ouzo. If you had a Greek ouzo, like okay. as a shooter. Okay. Mm-hmm. Some cardamom on black pepper uh, tincture in there. So yes. excited for this. Some cucumber yogurt uh, and a little vodka. I mean, what? can you tell us what was in 
This one, if you remember, I don't remember the name. Yeah, so the Anchors Away was a Ruibos infused Reposado oh, tequila one. with a little Amaro Montenegro to round it out. Maybe it was the Amaro that I was tasting that I was like. There's some burnt honey ginger syrup in there as okay. well. Okay, I can and taste the, the honey, honey ginger. And the... Yeah. Yeah. So all these cocktails really have a story to tell, and they're uh, really fun and, and have strike a good conversation too. And I feel like there's not a lot of cocktails on the menu that we don't sell. We sell all of them just as much as we do the others. So they've what, all been delicious. Yeah, that's what makes the program so awesome. That's why we're glad to do this it. One. I love this. Oh, I love this. I love the red, the, the bell pepper. So he let us try every single thing on the menu. And I don't know about y'all. I want to hear your favorite. My favorite was the High Plains Drifter. That was when I said tasted like crudite in a cup, which. Y'all should check out. We did a little drink review on our IG. It was called Black Girls Sipping. I initially wanted it to be called Black Girls Drinking, but upon reflection, it sounds a little Alcoholics Anonymous. (laughs) So the High Plains Drifter literally has like red bell pepper in it, and it's so fresh. Like, oh my God. I literally can taste it if I close my eyes. I literally can. It, oh, I want to go back there and drink it. Like, I'm not even gin, y'all. I'm obsessed. It was so good. It was so good. And then there was this like chips and dip. Sorry. I'm I'm a food girl. <laughs> there was this chips and dip with caviar. Oh, it was so That was my favorite. You loved that. That was my favorite. Very fancy. Yeah. But Shade, you were obsessed with the Bay Root by the Sea, which was that like cucumber yogurt. yogurt drink. Yeah. I was like, yogurt? I just had to try it because I was like, there's yogurt in a drink. And it was actually really, 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 really good. Delish. Delish. And again, rooftop by the pool, sun shining, like very, very cute. If we had more time, I would have been like dipping in that pool as I sipped and just like living my best life. We were rather booked and busy because yeah. then we had dinner at... No, then we went to oh, the Underground we Museum. Museum. Oh, shit. You're right. Sorry. I was just getting really excited to talk about that food. Well, the <laughs> Underground Museum was such a moment, which like I've been wanting to go there for a minute. Um, it's very big in the culture right now, you know. But um, it's um, it was founded by Noah Davis and Karen Davis, which are... Uh, well, Noah actually passed, I believe, in, I want to say, 2015 um, of cancer. But he and his wife opened this space. Well, they first lived there and they transformed it into a museum. And it's really a community space for like black artists in it. There's this like feeling of like black bohemia, um, of community, of home. And we had a tour by this dude named AJ who was phenomenal who really like emphasized that for us i feel like we all were like so moved by that experience i was definitely crying like the whole time what part made you cry oh my god literally i mean before he started the tour he was like usually you know curators would give tours of the work and i want to give you guys a tour of the work but what i want to show you are little intricacies of this building that make this space special so it was like the space itself was a work of art, was as special as the work on the walls. And it was like, he was showing us what made it home, kind of. So like, we got to go into the room where they lived. And there, there was the, in the bathroom, the ladies' room, like Luther Vandross is like serenading women when they go use the bathroom. And there are these lockers <laughs> in the corner. 
literally. Oh my god, that makes me think of when we were t- we we're just talking about Queen and Slim, and they have that discussion about who you like better, Fat Luther or Skinny Luther. I think they have Fat Luther in the bathroom. They did. Yeah, it, was, it was big. They had Big Luther, Luther he honey. He was sweating. <laughs> and there's this like there these lockers in the back of the bathroom, and you can see in a heart Noah and Karen, and you just think about like all the love that was pumped into the space to make it what it is. It was so special, like. This, this dude took so much care to show us this space, to make us feel loved, to make us feel welcome there. And I feel like that is like the ethos of that museum. A uh, deep thinker, an artist, he like would absorb all these different types of works. He was in the 30 American show. Um, and you know, he really was pushing back on like what art was, like who had access to art. So just think about it this way, like where we're standing was actually his like personal library sort of space um, that has now become our retail space. So all the books that we have on sale are books that like Noah himself would have read. The records that are at the top are actually um, his personal collection. And then you kind of continue all the way through. If you look on the bookshelf, that family photo that's like right there in that black frame is a photo of the couple. So I'm gonna surround the tour and like the idea of like black love. This was essentially like a couple who just took their dream very Bonnie and Clyde, Queen and Slim, I guess, and just really <laughs> made their own space and like radicalized it. Here's the thing about Noah. Noah passed away pretty early at 32. Um, but before he left, he worked with uh, Helen Mosworth. She was a curator at the time at MOCA. Um, she brought the Care James Marshall and things like that out. He created this bond with her and Noah was able to curate out 18 different art shows using the collection of MOCA. So we are our own museum, but we borrowed their works for the shows that he put together. And he was really mashing up people in ways that like no one really even knows. And the trick part about it is like, Noah made these shows, but he didn't say why he put people together. So we have this thing where like our audiences are actually able to reinterpret. We're all living Noah's dreams all the time, right? It was... Oh, I can't wait to go back. Yeah, major shout outs to AJ because he like, the minute we walked in, we spoke to him. He was like, all right, y'all ready? And just took us into his world. And I think like it's impossible to not feel like a presence while you're in the museum. Yes. I don't know if it was just yes. me. I could feel yes. like so much energy being yes. in there. It was strong. It was so strong. Yeah. And then also when we went outside and we saw Nipsey's like altar, Mm -hmm. I was it. So they basically have like this designated area. I think his family actually threw a party there. It sounded like um, and like it's it's blue cloth and, you know, there's a bottle of Ace. Mm -hmm. Um, There's like, you know, little snacks and things. And he told us a story that seemed kind of personal, so I'm not going to really repeat it, but even just like talking through, you know, with him about that party, I kind of felt Nipsey, and I feel like Nipsey has like become such a such a such a pro- a point of pride for people from LA. Um, thinking about all he was doing for the Black community, so it was really cool to see that huge part of LA kind of woven into this museum. Absolutely, and you know what was sick about that garden? There were like purple flowers everywhere, and there was like purple touches like all over the space and i remember him saying that that has something to do with vibranium oh yeah 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 Yeah. like reminded him of that scene in the movie exactly so like you're in this space and you're like this is black as hell and like noah davis's brother is khalil joseph who's a filmmaker 
who did a lot of work on Lemonade. He did this really cool film um, adaptation of Good Kid, Mad City. So to be in this space, it's just literally like black artistic royalty. And like, they actually, they're going to show some of Amanda Seals's drawings from her book there um, coming soon. So like, this is just a creative hub for us. And it's always free. So like, you gotta go. I mean, it's, it's amazing. We copped these shirts. Shade and I bought these like long crew necks. They were like the last two shirts there. I feel so yep, honored so to have yeah. have them. Girl, they didn't have your size. Snatched them up. Yeah, you didn't want to wear the XXL. <laughs> well, the, it looks very cute, oversized. But it was interesting. This dude that I follow um, on Instagram named Darnell Moore. He's an author. And he um, just posted a picture with that shirt on standing right outside of the museum. And he had a quote from Noah Davis right underneath of it. And it, it said, if I'm making any statement, it's just to show black people in normal scenarios where drugs and guns are nothing to do with it. Um, and his whole goal was to show instances where black aesthetics and modernist aesthetics collide. And I feel like that is what they're doing there. Like, it's just this hub of black excellence for real but also humanity it was fucking everything yeah and it was also very random because on our way out after oh my god the last shirts that were available to purchase um there was a woman (laughs) there that we met actually in new orleans who was kind of a pivotal part of our trip then yeah uh she did we do a new orleans episode kind of but i don't know that we talked about her enough because that was everything yeah, well, her name's Gypsy. Shout out to her. And while we were in New Orleans, she took us into her home and like taught us about all these herbs and taught us, or not taught us, but spoke to us about her religious practices and all she does with kids. And it was a really important part of the trip. And then to just run into her randomly in another city, um, that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was divine timing. Fate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Divine. Yeah, yeah. Divine timing. A thousand percent. Oh, that was like a moment. I don't know. It's hard to describe. And I think everyone needs to go there because I feel like everyone will have kind of their own experience in that way. Because to your point, Glenn, like it's just so black. It feels like one of those things that like this space was created for us. Every single detail has us in mind as a people. And like you really get to be in spaces like that. Uh, yeah, I, I was so inspired. And then, and then we went to dinner. Which, what in the world? That That's something I will never stop so thinking about either. Good. Hatchet Hall. Hatchet Hall. It's in Santa Monica, right? Yes. Yeah, the food was incredible. Um, whew. Well, first we got in there and can we say what we, we thought? <laughs> so, somebody was like well, has right if plates. we're honest oh my god there's slave plates <laughs> <laughs> and slave this and slave because it kind of looks like a it kind of did look like a big mansion house yeah well by, it's by design sure. kind of because their whole sort of idea is to explore like American cooking in a way and when you think about the, the like genesis of that a lot of that is southern black cooking and I, like slave what, cooking yeah and what made us so interested in going there is their hemmings and hercules dinner series which is um 
headed by their chef, Brian Dunsmore, and their chef de cuisine, Martin um, Draluk, who we actually met. He came out and introduced himself to us, which was so dope. He was so mm-hmm. humble, so sweet. And yeah, their whole goal was to explore American food history and techniques um, through seasonal ingredients. So everything is like fresh. The menu that we ate, like it was stamped by the day because when you're eating one day, it's not going to be the same thing you're eating the next. It's all. Yeah. So uh, we're from, we've been here about four and a half, four and a half years, give or take, uh, July 2015. Um, the basic, uh, simple kind of gist is uh, they get everything from the farmer's market. They don't use recipes. They kind of build around what they what they like. So the menu changes every day. Uh, I'd say uh, pretty consistently the whole menu changes every few weeks, but like every day there's something new, something different. Um, they don't use any machinery. Everything's done by hand, down to the butter. They make the butter in-house as well. Um, he likes to experiment. He draws influence from from just about everywhere, but uh, Brian Dunsmore, the chef, he's from Georgia. Uh, so a lot of Southern style cooking, a lot of like comfort food. Um, uh, we, we've been here for like four years, like I said, and it's been pretty consistent crew over the four years. What is available, which is very like reflective mm. of the times, like what was available that day. And what's so dope to me is like the way that they phrase it is that the menu for this um, Hemmings and Hercules series is inspired by the first two celebrity chefs in our country. It's so interesting to call them celebrity chefs. Like celebrity chef is such a thing these days, but these celebrity chefs that they're paying honor to and homage to are Hercules Caesar and James Hemmings, who were the um, the chefs to our first two presidents, and they were also enslaved, and they traveled around the world with the presidents like collecting um, cooking techniques and then bringing them back to, to like the, the American South and like incorporating in them into what was available to us and created American cuisine. Woo! That food. My guy. Also thinking about like putting honor on blackness. <laughs> My guy. My guy. I always, <laughs> yeah. I always, I take pride in being like, yo, American food is black food. Like you think about the contributions that we've made to this to this country, and food is something that is unarguably something that people always hold on to and feel so much pride in, and we made that. So we're at Hatchet Hall eating delicious cornbread with honey butter. We were being greedy though. <laughs> we ordered too much in the first place. Mm. And then they were being very generous. They were being they very had, generous. They had to wheelbarrow your girl out of there because I couldn't take it. That's another place I'm going back to so that I can like fully just savor every bite, every bit of that churned butter, churned that by hand. butter. <laughs> I never in my life. That's one of the best meals of my life. Yeah, my I could life. definitely say that. I'm not, I'm not even gassing it, y'all. Like no, no G here. G. It was like no G. So much ad- attention to detail in every single thing that they made. Mm-hmm. Like so, flavorful. so fucking flavorful. I mean, there's like, love in that food, mm-hmm. which is the only way that you can make that kind of food. You know, like yeah. oh my god, the I think that we ate some scallops that drove me insane um so yeah steak the steak um, didn't put it in the refrigerator i know i'm, I'm i, I feel sorry coming. for you because i would have tried it there coming. was a sea bass oh my god some carrots oh, yo those desserts. carrots were delicious they were good 
Ooh, oh, the even the peanuts were good. <laughs> oh my god, the peanuts! I crushed those the next day for sure. <laughs> yeah, they have the, the dessert. They have a key lime pie, which no way. I don't even do key lime pie. Dessert, mm. When the waiter came to the table and was like, "I've got something for you all," and we're like, "Oh, what?" And he's like, "We've got some desserts coming." And Shadi literally yells at the man and is like, "No!" <laughs> but he so said, like, "Wow, act grateful." Right, Apple. he's like, we don't let nobody leave here hungry. I was like, and I was I'm, like, I'm I at won't. my grandma's house. <laughs> I'm home, and this was like right before Thanksgiving, and um, our little friend was was there from LA, and mm-hmm. we he launched into this whole conversation, thing. yeah, about he, he was about like the Great Migration and like these populations of Black Southerners that settled in LA, and like. The, like, because when I look at LA as a city, as West Coast as it is, there is still something very like Southern Black about it, and it's because of that Great Migration stuff. But we started to talk a lot about history and heritage, and Thanksgiving was coming up, and we we're talking about all the oh, foods yeah. we love and tradition, and how each of us celebrated differently. Yeah, that was such a special moment. And and to cap it off by like ap- after having that amazing meal. To go back to the Hoxton and then play spades in the, in the lobby while we drink well, some like digestive drinks. Space, I was about to say, okay. don't just don't just try to act like, oh yeah, we just went over and we played spades. You learn right. how to play spades for okay. the first time. Sure, it adds first to the whole story. Yes, <laughs> right. No, but we did, and like that's also something interesting about the Hoxton too. Is like they want to make it. Uh, it's a it's a part of the ethos to like make it a place to like chill and be. We sat down yeah. there for as long as we wanted. Yeah, we did. Drinking rounds, playing spades, being loud. What was loud that drink that you guys bit. made me drink? That was supposed to make my stomach feel good. I don't recall, but it was a digestif. I know because I was like, Lord help me. I went to that man and I said, but Sir, it worked. It, it worked. worked. It worked. We needed it so bad. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is so disgusting. Much. <laughs> I was dying. It was amazing. It and like else. you could chill there. Yeah, to your point for a good minute. It's like a perfect kind of spot for like a nightcap. Mm-hmm. Which just adds even more to the amazingness of the Hoxton Hotel. And their bar turns into a like a ice cream bar in the night. And if I hadn't have eaten um key lime pie and they had this chocolate cake at ha- Hoxton, I mean at Hatcher Hall, and they had the sweet potato pone situation. I ate we ate everything. But if I hadn't have, I would have crushed it ice cream. But yeah. Such a cute night. Such a cute night. And I love that you guys didn't want to go out. I was so happy that you wanted to like be a be grandma's. With I mean, me. I was trying it because you know I had a little <laughs> Oh, you had a situation opportunity in the city. <laughs> yeah, but I who crazy More on I that. my ass inside. Later. So you never explored that situation? Oh, it's been explored. (laughs) And then some. (laughs) It's been explored. But just not a good time. It's Uh, complicated. Say more. This is not the episode for that. Oh, remember (laughs) we can go on tangents. (laughs) Before we did this episode, I'm like, guys, let's just like talk about everything. And now I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Some things are off limits. Um, No, I mean... We can get into that another time, but there was a young man who I was trying to see while we were there. But I just say it's good that it didn't happen at that time because I don't think either of us were in the right 
state of mind for it to be like you our were first like date. food drunk too probably yeah it was just so much I would have been like farting like gross <laughs> ew <laughs> uh, oh but luckily we got our whole lives the next morning after being so full and dying and exhausted because we went to the things we do which was my favorite so cute so Shade was freaking obsessed. what did you love about it for one like i think i might need to hire whoever she hired to do like the design to like come do my bathroom oh i know it was just like such an amazing space so like you go in all the different rooms well first and foremost we found this out as we were like taking a picture in front of the um front desk the whole vibe is kind of like reminiscent of like a vagina it is I'm it's not like a little mistaken cool, cozy little nook <laughs> you were like which is and i was like i don't uh, think uh, it's uh, a cl- <laughs> it's a it's a nook cozy nook ah, it's mm-hmm. a very cozy nook it's Lots draped that's a draping pink. pinks pinks and peaches for yes. sure so very reminiscent and if you all have been to my restroom you know the theme of my bathroom i have lots of vagina pictures mm-hmm. um oh so. i can see okay so you need like a pleated shower curtain ew, ew. <laughs> what is wrong with that pleats ew. it's pink pleats i don't know i don't know because about that your vagina pleated yo they had pleats in their curtains yo, they had pleats Yo, they had the pleats. They did. Oh, <laughs> my word. The <laughs> but anyway, though, yes. Um, it was just like very, very womanly. And then the um, the founder of the space. So sticking with our theme, women owned POC. Um, mm-hmm. It's in the row downtown L.A., and it was founded by Vanessa Lee, but the woman who did our treatments, her name was Daphne. Um, and she's an acupuncturist. Okay. And we'll get into like everything that we did there. But the whole concept of the space is like this East meets West, which is also like what I'm all about. Because I love me some East, honey, but I can't front on my West. Because you I, love them injectables. Sis. I have no problems with a couple injectables here and there. But they do a little bit of everything. It's like you go get acupuncture, but you get filler. It's, it's like I mean, it's a very new age approach. I feel like it is the epitome of new age. Well, WWD just actually wrote, had a piece about this, mm-hmm. um, which is crazy. They're talking about how the beauty or beauty's wellness movement is kind of like the new wave. Um, mm-hmm. And they specifically talk about aesthetic acupuncture. Oh my god, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. Um, which is like what we did, and it's like the practice of using motor points in the face to kind of relax or activate various facial muscles. So if you do it a lot, it's like almost like what Botox could do. Yeah. You someone sent me Ashley Graham. I think Shani sent it to the group. Yeah, I sent that. Yeah, yeah. Ashley Graham was getting um acupuncture on her face and she says she uses it to um do her car contouring. Wait, like, that's so weird. I literally went to Ruby's this weekend and Ashley Graham was sitting right next to me. Did she look contoured and snatched? She looks beautiful. I'm sure she did. snatched. She's very pregnant. I mean, in her face. You her know, face. Oh, in her face? Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Facially yeah, snatched. Yeah, because we're facial, facially, facially snatched. snatched. Facially beautiful. snatched. I love that. 
Well, that's what we did. I swear. So we got acupuncture in our face by Daphne. I felt... Why are you talking like that? I don't know. <laughs> You're so LA. Oh now my she's in her God. LA, uh, I have work done voice. <laughs> <laughs> we got to the spot. I was actually shook. First of all, I was having an emotional breakdown on the bed. What? Oh! Love of my life. Because what happened the 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 night before? Yeah, well, I have the needles in my face. I'm like weeping. But then I woke up and looked rejuvenated. I actually, I wept. I fell asleep. Woke up glowing. Wait, listeners are going to be so confused. What were you crying about? Um, because I'd spent all this time with the man in LA and I was tortured and it was sad. So LA again. LA again, torturing my life. <laughs> but was radiant after the fact. So radiant, so radiant. Yeah, I did feel like, so when she, when I started, she was like, what do you want to change about your face? And I had heard her, like, heard her tell you that, like, it could raise your eyebrows and it could do this and it can do that. And I was like, can you raise my eyebrows? Um, yeah, so I when I came in your room, I was like, oh, my God. You were so intentional about where you put your, your, um, you know, acupuncture needles. Yeah, because I had heard her say that. And I was like, that's cool. I love my face more when it's in a ponytail. And so, she said she could do that with acupuncture needles. So, and I will give an honest review that afterwards my face looked so like plumped and skin looked great it's not going to it's not like getting plastic surgery so no my eyebrows weren't like lifted but it definitely made my skin like look glowy yeah because it's like getting all the blood rushing and i'm just i want to make that a part of my practice i really think i could if you do consistent acupuncture in your face i feel like you could make a lot of change yeah, she did say it's not like a one-time mm-hmm. kind of thing. It's like kind of has to be like a beauty routine. And then what was the other thing that we did, Shade? Gua Sha, my fave. So if you don't know about Gua Sha, um, it is like a tool basically that you can use to sculpt your face. Like I know a lot of people have seen the jade rollers out there but the gua sha has like a little like ridges in it um and all the gua sha's will vary but um you can use it to do like facial contouring but it also really helps with um like lymphatic drainage you can use it on your back you can use it on your neck and daphne love her amazing because i was literally asking like fifty thousand questions and she answered every single one really showed us like the technique and the way to use the gua sha. So if you want to check that out, um, look on our IGTV because she did like a really detailed video on Chelsea's face actually. Um, My gua sha is currently in the mail and I cannot wait to use it. Um, I ordered one. This is not an ad, so I'm not gonna say who made it. But um, well, I got it at Macy's. Okay. I got it at Macy's. I'm not gonna say the specific brand. Um, well, I ordered one on Amazon. It comes anywhere. with a jade roller. Yeah. However, I've been trying roller. to um, sculpt myself like Daphne did, and it just don't feel the same. So well, go check yeah, out your girl. Never gonna feel the same. <laughs> it as never if will. Like doing it on you. 
she did that. And also, though, something that was so sick about that space, um, it was really just like a haven for women. Like, all the rooms were named after women in the owner's life. Yes, her her grandmother. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Her mother, her great-grandmother. It was so sick. And they had their own product line in addition to a bunch of other dope products that are all natural, CBD-infused, like, Mm -hmm. just sick. Very much on the cutting edge of, like, skincare and that Western kind of way, but Eastern in, like, the natural ingredients and all the above. I Five stars. Actually, five stars. When we go back to L.A., I'm getting some Western um, treatments. I'm going to get Western while I get my Eastern so I can feel, you know, like hashtag balance. Balanced. (laughs) Wait, you guys, ask me what I did today at lunch. What did you do at lunch? (laughs) Did you get Botox? No. I went with my boss to get lip filler. No, you didn't. You're fucking lying. How was their filler? Where did it get it? I didn't get get it. it. She got it and I was watching. I'm obsessed. Oh. I wonder how other places. I know, I'm like, I want to know stop. what... Let me stop. Send the pic. We're going back to um, the I things mean, we do. It's good afterwards. I bet. But you know the things we do where we went? Their whole thing is like, they want you to like get some work done. People look at you and squint like, you look... You did something. You look rested. You look youthful. But they like they don't know what you did. Like, that's the best kind of work. That's the best kind yeah. of work. Like, you just look... Like an elevated version of you. And that's how I felt when I walked out of there. Like, you I look so rested. Yeah, like, did you take a trip? Did you get a tan? Like, that's the kind, of, that's the kind of work they're trying to, trying to do for you. And they also do Reiki there, which I cannot wait. I've done it once. I've had Reiki And cupping. And wild. And Yoni steams. And Yoni steams. Oh, oh, my God. Yes. There's so much to do. So much to do. Yeah. So much. But we left there, and then we went to Dama, which was such a moment. I love yeah, Dama. Dama was so good. And again, I ordered oysters. Because you're obsessed. But it's Dama, <laughs> it's this awesome. It makes um, it what? <laughs> We're not even going to get into it. Go ahead, Glenn. Yeah, let's not. <laughs> Well, it's like a Latin-inspired restaurant and bar. Very tropical. As soon as we pulled up, we were like, oh my God, are we in Miami? Like, mm-hmm. where are we? It's in the design district, which is the fashion district, I'm sorry, which is in downtown LA. Um, there's like beautiful tile. There's like big banana leaves and flowers and plants. It's just very tropical. We sat right out on the sidewalk and again ate everything um one of the head chefs there is antonio antonia lofaso i hope i'm saying that correctly um i've seen her on everything she's been on top chef on chopped she's always a judge like on everything um and she put a lot of love into the menu wait so what are you guys looking at because this whole menu looks fire oh i want crispy squash flowers i know that the um what did I just... Oh, the calamari looks good. Seafood tostada. Yeah. Squid ink, red onion, tomato, cilantro, serrano. And then, this... Well, yeah, you don't eat egg. Hi. Okay. Uh, the tap the is tap fine. Is okay. Excellent. Bring that right over here. Have you dined with this before? No, it's our first time. Oh, fantastic. Um, so all the food is designed to be shared, small plates. Um, I'll course everything out, no problem. It's all meant to be shared, kind of family style. You, um... 
I, of course, yes, uh, Chelsea ate the oysters, which you loved, which I actually indulged in. They were delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, but also the um, the calamari, the squid that was fried in the squid ink was mm. so fire. It was, it was like, it came out black, but like hella crunchy and delicious. They had yeah. a seafood tostada with octopus, calamari, shrimp, that charred corn. So, so good. Tostada. I was being Wasn't a bird. Fire? I picked up the plate and I drank and I love that it came with you did that she did I sure did and it came with like you know like um tortillas but also with crackers which I just love because I just wanted that little like salty cracker bite you know because we have a whole session with crackers anyway (laughs) (laughs) what were they like squash blossoms oh my god squash blossoms they were so good. I'm being tortured right now. I'm actually starving. I'm, I shouldn't say starving. Well, guys, I'm sorry, but you guys make fun of Manhattan all the time, but there's so much good food. I know. And I think that was one thing that inspired me so much about LA. I was like, wow, like getting out there to experience the food scene, it was just inspiring. It made me really re- remember how much I love to eat like great yeah. food. And like, you know, being in a big city, one of the things that you're lucky to have is so many food options. Like, okay, we went to three restaurants. There are so many more. Completely. You know? Completely. But you know what's also dope when we think about this like connection between all the places that we went um, with heritage and like telling personal stories and reflecting tradition. The same thing was present on that menu there. I was thinking about the um, mm-hmm. the breakfast taco that I had there. Again, Shadi doesn't eat eggs. It's very bizarre. But there was a very, like, nice, like, sunny side up egg. It was on avocado crema, pico de gallo, oyster mushrooms. And it was on collard greens. So I was getting my life. There was collard greens on every menu that we ate at the whole weekend. And I was hyped. But I was loving the way people were repurposing the collard greens. But also mm-hmm. just, like looking at the way that the menu was crafted at Dama to reflect like heritage and tradition, but also like all the different kinds of foods and techniques learned by the chefs that made that menu. The food was delicious. We sat there for hours. Do you guys, do y'all realize how long we sat there? No, we it there. didn't feel long. Girl, we were there for a minute. Well, because like, then my boyfriend that. came over. Oh my God. Exactly. <laughs> the, um, the um some mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesse Smollett Smollett <laughs> No girl you I'm Tomashu I'm Tomashu <laughs> But he came over and why did y'all connect so deeply Shadi do you recall cuz I do Because I don't know Asian. what you're going to say I was going to say well, you're he said he was like rude. I moved to, I moved to California for love Oh for love yes yeah. <laughs> We're sitting there with him drinking a bottle of kava, talking about moving to California for love. And I'm like, oh, my God, I haven't moved to California for love. And Shade and him are like, we both did. Wait, Shade, you moved for love? That was Partially. definitely a huge part of my move. Yeah. She's never had moved. Wait, but he's not Don't there. be surprised that you didn't get it because she didn't. Guys, that, that was recently. a whole plan. He wanted Obviously, to move Obviously, but you never here. said it out loud. You never said it. You haven't said it until Whoa, recently. I didn't know that that was. She a, hasn't admitted it. I just it. thought that was a coincidence. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. For the for the final time, because I literally just talked to this guy about this on a date. I oh, think no, I girl. I have no. my TED talk. I moved here 50% for work. 
25% because I've always wanted to live in California and 25% because I thought my man was going to try to go to school in California. The end. Hey, I fucks with it. Now the streets know. Now everybody knows. Back to... And I don't think there's... Okay, can we unpack that a bit? Sure. I feel like in this day and age, people like look down on that. And I don't. Um, yeah, I think so, I but I think that's because everyone's trying to be all like, I'm an independent woman, and it's like, you can make decisions and and progress in your career and also, like, keep your partnership in mind. It's not that hard. Yeah, and, like, when people try to ignore that fact, it's it's actually being a human, you know, like, we're social animals. We don't, you know, live on our own. That's right. not what we do. Like, you, you partner. Right. And as you, like, develop a partnership, you start to make those types of decisions together. It's like, what do yeah. we want to do? It, it's less of the I. Yeah. But not in a, like, a toxic way. Anyways, we could have a whole episode about that. Right. But, you know, this black girl sex <laughs> so, you know, we go and we go and get into all the, the juicy the details and nitty gritty bits. The intricacies. Um, but, yeah. yeah. I mean... I personally felt, I mean, I definitely, like, cried at the restaurant and was like, I'm so glad I got my girlfriends here. And this bottle of kava and these tacos. Like, you probably cried because you guys had, like, three fucking <laughs> caipirinhas. Oh, my God. <laughs> Those caipirinhas were so good. I was like, okay, y'all okay. are is wilding. That, is that how we're deciding it's pronounced? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, caipirinha. Yeah. That's what I I'm mean, with. I'm not... Brazilian, but I think that that's correct. I, I, Didn't the waiter say some crazy name? Oh yeah, I was like, he's wrong. <laughs> I'm gonna go with caipirinhas. Not that I, I don't know. That's what I'm gonna go with. They were delicious. Oh no, 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 it wasn't caipirinhas. We were debating the the pronunciation of cachaça because oh, the man said cachaça. Oh, you're right. Yeah, I think it's cachaça. Cachaça. Yeah, cachaça. Cachaça. Yeah, like yeah. So he anyway, literally pulls out. Delicious. Yeah, whatever. Keep going. <laughs> it was delicious. As as we mentioned before, we were booked and busy. So although we stayed there for a minute, we didn't stay there forever because we had something else to do. And we ran over to go interview Allison Felix and our friend Maddie. Who, if you go back in the archives, we have an interview. Yeah. Black girls get messy with Maddie. That was our first guy. Wasn't it was. It? I love Maddie. That is like my friend. Love, him. <laughs> Love Maddie. But he came through for us and we recorded with Allison Felix. And then we all, well, we went back to the Hoxton. Did you guys have drinks there? I know you guys did some work before we left. I, I went back that. into work mode. It was yeah. disgusting. I was so yeah, sad was to leave there. Honestly, it was. Yeah, it was so beautiful. We pulled up. It was like all low lit, candles lit. I was like, ah, oh, man. Oh, I'm but leaving. then. Shade and I went to the airport and we went to the Delta Lounge. What? And there was a woman oh, in there. Oh my God. Oh my God, I've never she, heard this story. She, okay, let me tell you the story. Let me set the scene. Set We're it. in a packed lounge. It's late at night. Everyone's waiting for their flight. This woman whips out her cellular device and then quickly whips out a red hat. On the front no. of the red hat in white letters, it reads Make America Great Again. She takes a selfie takes the hat off and puts it back in her bag. 
I was like, why isn't anyone popping off? I want to pop off. Mm-hmm. She's that like giggling. We can't tell if her man is British or if that's her man. We're really confused. We don't know what's going on. I overall give that lounge like a 1.5 star. Like LAX. For letting that MAGA girl in. One for letting MAGA girl in. But like do better with your Delta lounge. Like if they just let any old vagabond up in there. Oh, also I'm Delta Gold now. Get at me. Ooh. That's very impressive. Where are you, Shade? Where are you? I'm still creeping up on Silver, honey. What? I know someone. Like, she was trying to get there for Mad. Yeah, I'm I like, don't strictly what? fly Delta. I fly like Delta, JetBlue, Alaskan, but I decided yeah, to too. be. I decided to dedicate to Delta once I realized that I was getting closer to my silver status. But honestly, yeah. I don't love Delta for um, New York to. Uh, SFO to New York. I honestly prefer Alaskan, but I got me on this. Delta food is pretty good. And Alaska don't got no food. I'm about to say, I'm not really eating on the plane, though. Are you kidding? What was it? Was it that flight that I had like a bomb ass turkey sandwich? Because I heard that they got the good food on Delta. Delta has good food. That's what I heard. That's Uh, what I hear. Yeah. Usually I'm not doing that. That's what I heard. But I'm almost gold. Good for y'all. Are you gold or are you almost gold? Loyalty, airline loyalty. No, I'm gold. I'm gold. I just became gold Mm. Mm -hmm. after Alemania. Oh yes. And then I'm going to Jamaica on Delta again. Oh, so you're about to ascend. (laughs) She's Gucci gang. She's good. She's in there. She's in there. Keep that up for next year, sis. KTSE. I know. That's the bullshit. You got to keep that shit up every year. That's insane. Delta, just let us know if you want to sponsor us. Um, also, rent the runway. Let us know if you want to sponsor us. Oh, I was oh, going to yeah. say. Yeah, Glenn, oh, do yes. you still have it? I sure do. Okay. I have sure you been like, switching your stuff? Yes. Oh, my God. My wow. next I'm, I'm obsessed. My, one of my homegirls just got on there. She pulled up to my house in the Pierre Moss. I said, Oh, what? What's this? And she's I like, oh, knew she oh, got that, that from Rent the Runway. Yeah, yes. I thought she bought it. She was Pierre Moss. Yeah, I just got my Pierre Moss from Rent the Runway as well. It's in my delivery. Wait, okay, maybe I'll do it. You need to get oh. it. They got the stuff. Maybe they'll sponsor us. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually, gonna just keep tagging the them. Runway. I'm gonna just keep tagging them and everything. Oh Run my god! Runway. Do you know how many impressions we get per episode? You better. <laughs> at your girls, but at your all of that to say that our weekend in LA was really phenomenal. And like you said, Shada, you're going back this upcoming weekend to go to like all the places that we went to. All those places are like forever going to be on my list. It's not even more. It's not even on some like yo. You got to check this box when you get there. Like these are about to be my like must dos when you're in the city. Right, and you, you know, know the waiter, you know the story. Completely. Like, I'm obsessed. Right. I will always, yeah. I will roll through. Always. Legit. I agree. Always, always, How always. How do I like, get my parents to get me filler at the at things, things we, we do? do? <laughs> Mom, Tell let's them, go get some treatments. Say Reiki <laughs> and like, and then like gradually build. But what are you going to get filler on? Her lips. My lips. <laughs> oh. But aren't your lips already big? Not enough. Oh okay. Oh god, like it's not like they're skinny. We're like gonna give it. We're gonna give everybody a goddamn complex on the LA episode. LA's not just all about filler. I'm just obsessed. 
But yeah. like a lot of it is. Just kidding. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> but I can't wait again. I can't wait to go back there. Literally. Yeah. Oh my God. I can't wait. In February, they're doing another um, dinner at Hatchet Hall. The um, Hemings and Hercules dinner. And I'm trying to be there. Because those dinner series are like completely curated around the menus that those chefs made and like I can't wait it's like course we will be back so we'll be back we will be back with another exciting guest this is all Mm -hmm. hypothetical but we manifest up in this bitch this podcast is a big old manifestation oh my god speaking of which I have a couple of black girls doing shit for this episode that are LA based women so Hannah from Baby Tress who we did that amazing collaboration with a few months ago Hooked us up with some um, awesome women of color in LA. Um, one of them's name is Zoila, and she has an agency called Word. And she actually was a plug for us to go to the HBO event. And Word is a woman-owned LA-based creative agency, and their whole mission is to connect and empower businesses through culturally rich strategies and programming. Um, so things that resonate with us. Um, so they worked on the on the HBO collaboration, and they also sell a lot of dope um, products that they design in house. And one of them is called the Master of My Universe Gratitude Journal, and it's all about meditation, journaling, health tracking. It's just like a, it's a manifestation manifestation journal, um, based day by day to like be accountable for all the goals that you want. And if you buy. One of these journals, they'll put you into an accountability group to support you through your journey over a few months. So they'll like check in with you like, oh, you put this down in your journal. Are you doing it? Which is so dope. Love that. I think that's so appropriate for this like new year that we're entering into. Um, And this other spot that I wish we got to go to, it was right up the block from the Underground Museum. It's called Reparations Club or Rep Club. It's owned by um, a queer woman of color named Jazzy, queer black woman named Jazzy. Um, She worked at a bunch of fashion publications, including Teen Vogue, Vogue, Nylon, hella others. Um, And she opened up a storefront. Um, and it's, again, up the block from the Underground Museum and Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. She wanted to be on the strip of Black-owned businesses and Reparations Club, as the name suggests, is all about getting reparations. So it's all curated by Blackness, which they trademarked Blackness, which I have questions about. I want to know what that is, because it should be trademarked. But also, so they said that Rep Club is trademarked by Blackness people of color and a few good allies. And it's just like a store where you can get curiosities and little tchotchkes and gifts and like dope shit for us and by us. So yeah, when you're in LA, in addition to like eating and staying and drinking at all the places we suggested, support these uh, local businesses owned by black women. One for us. (laughs) That's all I think of when I hear stuff like that. But yay, I love these black girls doing shit. And I hope when we go back, we'll have a little bit more time that we yeah. can like sit and connect because your girls were busy. Booked. Yeah, and when you guys go to these spots, please let them know that we sent you. I think that's also important to just, you know, keep this thing going so that we can give you the updates on like some of the best spots, give you honest feedback. 
So when you visit these cities, you know where to go. That part. Definitely say that the black gals texting sent you because they know us. They know what's up. We was in there cutting up all of all the restaurants. Sure were. Tell my man I sent you at Domino. (laughs) Also, tell my friend. Mm -hmm. Sorry. If you're unable to go to L.A. soon and you have Hulu, watch Living Single. Wait, I'm not trusting this so dumb. That's so random, but you know. Wait, Living Single is LA based? No. No. That's why I was like, why? I don't get it. I'm like, wait, hold up. I know I know my stuff. Sometimes. Don't test me, because I'm like, hold up. I don't believe that that is where the show took place. You could watch Snowfall. You could watch. Uh, TV show taking place in LA. You know what I'm watching right now? This is a complete aside. Baby boy. <laughs> Always watching mm-hmm. that. I'm watching actually the, Jody. I'm watching the L Word Generation Q. How is that? Is that in LA? Yeah, it Entourage. Is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's the L Word is back and it's in LA and it's real cute. And I watched it last night. It's look, it's Ooh. looking good. It's real queer. It's real POC. I wouldn't say real POC. Yeah, because I was gonna POC, say I thought the problem with that show was that ish. it was very white. They've got a couple folks, okay. but um, okay. it's cute, you know. They're they're out here in uh, Echo Park and such. I can't wait. I say I would say I can't wait to go back to LA. I'm so excited for us to go back, and it's looking like we'll be back real soon. I'm so hyped. Like February. Yeah, it's happening. Can't wait. Yeah. All right, y'all. Well. I mean, I, that's our L.A. trip. You guys got every single detail possible. You also know about some of my thoughtery, Glenn's tears and love. Oh, Lord. And Chelsea's oyster thing, which we're still <laughs> not clear on. But you know, Afro <laughs> But, um, yeah, <laughs> on that note, I think we're signing off. <laughs> if you hit up any of the spots that we went to, please let us know how your time was. And yes. Again, this is Black Girls Texting, more specifically Black Girls Traveling. Um, and we're all about this, the importance of the girls' trips when traveling and when, and when traveling, supporting Black-owned Women-owned, women-of-color-owned businesses. Big facts. And shout-outs to Discover LA. Again, thank you, thank you for this experience. And we will be sure to be back soon. Oh, we can't wait. Bye. Bye. Bye.